0: Welcome to our podcast, Full Frontal Friendship. I'm Juan. I'm Kevin.
1: And I'm Katie.
2: Each episode, we reflect on the highs and lows of our week. Then, we ask each other a meaningful question to deepen our friendship.
1: Come along on our journey to become full frontal friends.
0: (laughs) Never fails. I still can't hear you guys. I can hear you okay good i can hear you now
1: hey guys
2: hey i'm cutting my my recording original sound for musicians is on yeah katie
0: did you turn yours back on or did it stay on
1: um i had to turn it back on but i did
0: okay (laughs) we're here That was close that was a close call close call we were gonna have cut out katie again
1: yeah (laughs) cut out katie (laughs) all right well hey guys um Let's just jump right into this week. And uh, Kevin, I want to hear what your um, peaks and pits were this week.
2: Well, Katie, I'm so glad that you asked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about this one because I, we haven't like actually recorded. And what has it been two weeks?
1: Yeah, I guess so. You can give me.
2: I'm going to give know, you one. I'll give you a. I'll give you my peak first. So my peak would have been last weekend. We It was a three-day weekend. So one, that was awesome. Just to have a three-day break after two weeks of school. what? And the two weeks of school, honestly, I felt like two months already. Yes. It's wild.
0: Yes. Um,
2: but um, Katie and I drove to – my girlfriend, Katie, not, not Katie on the podcast, Katie. We drove to Michigan for the weekend um, and spent a lot of time on her family's pontoon boat. And took some naps and sat in a lake and had a lot of uh, adult beverages. It was delightful. It was a great three-day weekend. Um,
1: That does sound fun. I think
2: it was great. It was great. The weather was beautiful. It wasn't, like, super hot. It was, like, high 80s-ish, but, like, the mornings were still pretty cool. Mm -hmm. You can start to feel fall coming in. And when I say feel it, I mean, like, my allergies are starting to feel it. <laughs> so yeah. I know it's coming. <laughs> um, and then I think my pit probably is how long school already feels. Like, <laughs> with the three-day weekend, we had a four-day work week. And honestly, it felt like it was 10 days. (laughs) It just feels, everything just feels so long. And I don't understand why everything already feels like it's so long. My schedule is not a hard schedule. I get a break between almost every class. Like, it's probably the easiest schedule I've ever had to teach. And it still feels like every day is just the longest day.
1: Well, aren't you there from like 6 to 6 because of soccer?
2: That's fair. Um, not there at 6 <laughs> in the morning. I do get there around like 7.30. Because um, my contract hours are 7.45. So as long as I'm there before that, I'm good. And usually it's sometime between those two times. Um, last week, we did have a game. So I didn't make, I was gone from like 7 to, gosh, I don't know, right about 10, 10 15. So yes, that, I mean, that's probably why that day feels so long is because it was actually long. Um, but practice, I'm usually back by like 630 or so. So yeah, I guess you're right. Like, you know, 10 to 11 hour days every day. <laughs> for yeah, for right sense now, sense at least. Yeah. <laughs> for, yeah, half, for, half, for half right your now. day, half
0: your day being able right. we'll, we'll to do that. Yeah, too. it
2: feels like I'm working, 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 come yeah. home. And then I have to make dinner. And then after make dinner, I'm like, Man, it's time for bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going just do it all over again. It's great. Yeah. But now the the yeah.
0: teacher legs, they take a while to to come back. And not only right. that, I've found like, you know, fortunately I have the ability to to have a hand in what our schedule looks like, but I've found that whenever I have breaks too frequently in between, it just makes the day feel eternal because the start right. stop the start and the stop is the killer you know
2: yeah and it probably depends on how like prepared you are as a teacher too like i feel like i'm prepared enough at this point where my planning periods aren't like filled with okay i get this done, i get this thing, i get this, thing, I get this, this like i have like, a pretty good handle on the workload mm-hmm. um so so i mean i'm glad i usually have two periods back to back where i either have a study or i have like a planning period or my lunch period and mm-hmm. whatever else but yeah, this year is the first time they're all spaced out. But, man, it, it just feels so long. It'll be nice when October hits and my season's done and it's just 7.30 to 3.30 and I'm done for the day. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's 100%.
2: 100%. What about you, Juan? You go. Can I go?
0: Okay, so uh, the pit, it's funny that you said that. For you, the three-day weekend was part of your peaks, which mine was too. The three-day weekend was nice. Being my family was great, all that. But the short work weeks kill me like they they feel more they feel longer than the regular work weeks and i think it's because of how much time you have to settle in like usually i know when you teach like saturday is get stuff done day sunday is like recovery day and then for me that monday being off is just like a hey, like what am i doing with my life kind of day so it was again great we did a lot with the kids but for me that's part of my pit was that the short week kind of like throws everything off. You have to start school on Tuesday, which Tuesday's like usually like the roughest day cuz there's just nothing to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's just that's nothing. Fair. Yeah, you're just you're just So Yeah, this
2: week is still starting, great. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. It's like not only are you in the toughest day, but it like just started. And also, man, I'm just waiting to get paid. Like <laughs> like that's the part of the pit too is like I don't know why, but it feels like once you kick into school or like, you know, once it starts changing seasons or something. You're spending so much more money. So we're just we're just waiting for Wednesday to hit because we get paid Wednesday. So that my pit was just short week and I can't wait to and I'm I need money desperately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the peak since we've been you know I I've, I've got two. Uh because we've been gone for two weeks. That's a lot one, one happened two weeks ago and my beloved Houston dynamo beat The Columbus Crew. I'll murder you. (laughs) Peak (laughs) number one. That was pretty great.
2: You know what? You know what? You know what? I do have another peak, actually. Yes. Um, that game didn't matter even a little bit. I
0: I will repeat what I said in the text. Whatever lets you sleep just well at night. Whatever you got to tell yourself to sleep well at night. It's okay. It's in the history books now. Houston, be Columbus. This week, the peak, especially starting today, is we actually got to go like outside in the morning. The mornings usually aren't bad, but uh, the the weather, like Kevin's saying, is just you know fall starting to show its face. Which fall for us means that we'll be in the highs. That, yeah, well, we'll be the highs will be in the nineties. Yeah, the highs will be in the nineties, but uh, the lows in the mornings and stuff will range from the low seventies, you know, to the upper seventies. And as they, today they stayed that way until like about eleven. So yeah, it was it was great. It was just nice to get out. Olive like for the third time in her life was able to be like out in fresh air without <laughs> right, without right. us worrying that she's gonna suffocate and die. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's the two peaks for the last two weeks. So yeah, back to Katie.
1: Okay, I I'm gonna do two and two, two pits two peaks i'm gonna start with the worst bit and just kind of get it out of the way and we don't need to go into details about it because you guys already know about it Mm -hmm. but eric's dad passed away and he didn't really have a great relationship with his dad Mm -hmm. and it's just been like a weird emotional not really knowing how to feel about it um so that's kind of sucked um but we did get to go visit matt and anna in traverse city Mm. um and that was so fun. They have two little kids. So Cam just had like a blast playing with them. And we went to a few like outdoor breweries that were really nice. And the weather was perfect. Right. And awesome. Anna is a photographer. And she took some family photos of us. And we didn't have any. And she actually made us look good. <laughs> so,
2: oh, nice. This is the first time you guys took, this is the first time then you guys are taking family photos together?
1: Yeah. We really slack in that area.
2: I mean, they look good.
1: Yeah, no, they turned out really great. Yeah, they turned out solid. Amazing, because Cam was not happy. She was crying most of the time, and I was like, how did you get any pictures of her? You would have
2: never guessed. (laughs) You would have never guessed that she was having a meltdown.
1: She's great. (laughs) So the other pit that is actually kind of funny, and I guess, I don't know, kind of a peak too, Um cam is not allergic to bees let's go dung daycare in the ear and the message that the we have like a messaging system with daycare so we got a like text message from them and they were like so the bad news is cam got stung by a bee but she immediately grabbed it and squashed it and killed it
0: yes <laughs> yes <laughs>
2: Yeah. Okay. That's
1: pretty. Yeah. That's. I was like, she's a badass. Like. Yeah. yeah. No, that's amazing. No, yeah.
2: Stung me. She's lady lady gets, it, That's
0: great. can't even get stung by an ant because it's just the end of the world.
2: Yeah, save the bee, but not that bee.
1: Not mm. that bee. <laughs> and then um yesterday, I went to Grand Rapids to celebrate. Tori's birthday with um some of her family. And that was really fun. It was a really good time with her and her family. Very cool. So that's thank it. You, so you. um I guess let's get into the question. Let's week. do it. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna piggyback off of our last episode where we were talking about death. And um, not to be keep a tone. Keep it light. Keep it light and easy. real light. <laughs> <That's good>. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about um, whether we believe in an afterlife. And then if we do, uh, what does that look like? What's in store in the afterlife? Um, do either of you want to jump to start?
0: I'm going to let Kevin go first so we don't end up with Dolphin Conspiracy Theories again.
1: (laughs) Damn it.
2: Damn it, damn it, damn it. (laughs) Okay, I was going to say Juan can go first because I know his is going to be very long-winded, but I will keep mine short because I feel like mine's pretty straightforward. Um, Do I believe in an afterlife? Um, No, I don't. Um, I don't think that there is life after the one that we live. I think that's the reason that, I mean, I'm, I believe a lot in, like, the, the science behind, like, why we are driven to do the things that we do. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons that we're driven to, like, reproduce is because we know we're going to die. And we know that there is an end. And we are trying to last and give ourselves a way of um, carrying on through our offspring um i I think it's just it's just it's just how we're wired you know so um i don't think that that means that there has to be anything after the fact i think it's just um like i just don't see how there could be you know i don't
1: guy lights out nothing
2: yeah yes that, that is that's how i yeah which is scary it's scary But I think the way that I kind of view like my place in the world, because I feel like that could also be very like a grim way of looking at things where it's like, well, what's the point then? Like, I don't want to have kids. Like, what am I doing? You know? So, I mean, I kind of look at, you know, my individual place just in society or on earth or just in general, like even outside of it. And it's just like my, what I do on a day-to-day basis wouldn't matter anyways. So it's up to me to just do the best I can with the time that I'm given. And that's the best I can do.
1: I mean, you're making an impact on a lot of kids' lives.
2: Right, right. So I feel like I'm, I do feel like I'm doing good things. You know, it's not like I'm not motivated to go try to do good things for other people or try to make an impact in some way. You know, that is my way of, you know, having a legacy, if you want to think of it that way, but. I don't think that's why I got into teaching was to think of it as like, you know, from that perspective, but um, yeah, I mean, I, it definitely is a part of it now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You kind of yeah. grow into that, you know, it's like, it just, it just happens, you know, those it's bizarre, but even though, you know, I think there are instincts that come with being, you know, of, of a species of the animal kingdom. And I think one of the instinctual things that is, that happens to women and men, whether they make the choice, because that's the difference with with us, right. Versus everything else is, uh, whether they make the choice or not to have kids is like, you still have those paternal and maternal instincts and desires, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, and it just, you know, that manifests itself. However it is that you choose to, uh, just what's, that's what separates us from the rest. Right. It's like, there's that, that ability to have choice and reason. Right. When did you figure this out, Kevin? What, what was the age? What, what, when did Kevin say like, yeah, no, it doesn't. No, there's no afterlife.
2: Um, We weren't like big church goers or like spiritual people at all growing up. Anyway, it's like I did go to Bible school when I was really young, mm-hmm. but I don't re- really remember it. And we didn't go to church every Sunday or anything like that. Like we were in that group that went to church every Christmas and Easter. Mm-hmm. And then Easter kind of faded out because I was like, well, people are at college and whatever. Yeah. And, but Christmas week we would always go to the same church and we would just go. It was the same. It was just like a tradition that we had. We'd always go to church. Then after church, we'd come back home, and some neighborhood friends would come over. We'd have drinks. We'd have appetizers, some food, cookies, whatever, and then we'd all go to sleep. Wake up Christmas morning, and that was like the most religious we would possibly get. Hmm. And is and that Kate's was really family
1: religious at all.
2: Uh, her family's Catholic. They're a little bit more on that side. They're more religious than my family is for sure. Um, but they don't come off as people who are like. They're not like, openly pushing religion on you at, in any oh, way. I mean, like,
1: I met them, and... Right. Ask, I yeah, they're very... Yeah, her, yeah. So. yeah. Not, that,
2: not that there's a correlation, but, like, they are very nice nice people, and you wouldn't... It's hard to tell if they're religious or not. Um, but, yeah, like, they have a... Like, she has a Catholic upbringing. Um, I don't remember if she made it to confirmation or not. I think that's about the time where she kind of, like, kind of, eh, became move to the background a little bit, but, um, I know her brother went to a Catholic private school when he was in middle school. So, I mean, it, it was a much bigger part in her household than it was in mine for sure.
1: Okay. So, but she, she's not like actively. No, in- no,
2: we, we have never gone to church together. We have never said, Hey, we should go to church this morning. I don't think either of us would be like, no, I'm never going to church. No, that's the worst thing we could possibly do. But like, we don't actively think, you know what we need? We need a little bit of church.
1: <laughs> yeah, my well,
2: that, that, that doesn't do it for us.
1: I think like religion does play a big part in for sure believing in an afterlife.
2: Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, and I, I yeah I just think that the and I, I was always really interested in like science too, like and math. Like that's just how my brain is. It's very logical. So. When I hear, like, the stories that are told in church, there's always a part of me that's kind of like, really? Really? Are you sure about yeah. that? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I could feel like there are explanations for all the different stories that are told. Um, rather than just, like, they are divine and they happen because they were meant to happen and that kind of thing. So, I, I, I just, it's not something that I actively think about all the time, but if I had to say, if I was you know, believing in an afterlife. No, I don't
0: know. I got a follow-up question too, just that you can answer. It could be a quick yes or answer. Well, I don't know. Just, well, let me ask it. <laughs> okay. uh, consciousness, do you think that that comes from the wiring in the brain or do you think that there's a certain element to us that uh, contributes to that consciousness and that sort of like, you know, desiring us to do good, do bad, to feel, to cry? Do you think all that's driven by from a more kind of scientific perspective, is that kind of what you're saying? Is that to you even? Yeah, I think it's
2: more wiring in the brain. Okay, cool. Because I mean, like we're conscious, but so are other animals.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Right, like like, we're not
2: the only ones with consciousness. Like one of the big things that separates us from animals is like we're able to tell stories and talk about different Mm -hmm. things that have happened or could happen. Mm -hmm. Not just make sounds about things that are happening right now. Or, hey, I see, you know, lion over there, warning. We can talk about, like, we can spin these tales that are just wild and make no sense.
1: How do you know they're not telling each other stories, though?
2: That's true. Um, But I feel like there's been a lot of study. I was listening to a podcast the other day. The podcast is called Inner Cosmos. I highly recommend it. Um, But basically what it was, the whole episode was about, um, like, how we're learning to, like, communicate not that not, not we're communicating with other animals, but how other animals communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. And they did say, like, while I just said that, you know, we are able to talk about the future or the past and make up stories, that doesn't mean that other animals can't do that. Like, they can say, oh, a lion, you got to go in the tree, but then I'm just going to steal your bananas because there's not really a lion. Yeah. Like, th- there are things like that that pop up, but I don't think to the extent of, like, you know, like, there are several religions across the planet they are massive stories that we have told ourselves, you know, whether they're true or not. Yeah. And we believe in them, but all of them have some sort of element to them that are, you know, almost mystical in a way, but we believe them and we can continue to tell those stories. And there's just not anything like that elsewhere, but like, they're still conscious, their communication is much more limited, but there is still a lot of communication and there are other animals like, I mean, a large part of the podcast was about whales communicating and how, and like how much they actually communicate like what they say to each other. Like it's a lot. Yeah. You know, well, we can't like, really, the language is different amongst animals. Like we can't really interpret it the same way we interpret how I'm talking right now, but it's all just so crazy.
0: Yeah. I just, I, I immediately go to like elephants that grieve and that, ho- that hold like basically almost like ritualistic funerals and they have like burial grounds and stuff like that where all the ancestors have died and stuff. just, yeah, crazy. Okay, cool. And like, Katie, you
1: some want...
0: animals mate for life, and the way? What'd you say? It's
1: wild. As some animals mate for life. And... Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Right. We're not the only ones. You know. Like Here's, it's. Yeah. yeah. I think penguins are a big one, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, Katie, do you want to go or should I go?
1: Um. Why don't you go?
0: Okay. Um. So, to because. It's Kevin, and he prefaced me taking too long.
2: (laughs) Honestly, I thought it was funny that I said that, and then that went on as long as it did. I know, yeah. That felt like I was on on trial for 30 minutes.
0: (laughs) I just just wanted to get on and say maybe the universe. That's my two answers. (laughs) No, okay, okay. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Let me be serious here. Uh, No, it's weird. Like – The reason I asked Kevin the age question was because it's one of those things that's evolved, but Katie, you brought up such a good point about the religious aspect of things. Like, you know, I I wasn't by any means raised religious. Like, it's funny. I just had a conversation with my mom today over lunch about what their religious upbringing was. And of course me and Steph took the family to church today. Steph is a practicing Catholic as as practicing in the sense that she holds it near and dear to her heart. It's, it's what helps guide her, through tough times, hard times, good times, bad times. She always references that. She's, you know, the serenity prayer is something that we have in our house. I was not raised Catholic. Um, neither was I raised super religious either. <clears throat> and it's mainly because my mom, the her biggest lesson in that was her mom, who never really tried to make it a point to uh, breed into them any kind of, you know, spiritual or religious belief system. Um, but they still had, you know, a sense of morality. Like everything was born from... What most religions are born out of, which is establishing, you know, a a set of myths and stories that will kind of help guide humanity uh, in a moral and, you know, conscience sense. Uh, But afterlife wise, it just it depends. Like, I, (laughs) I mean, it's one of those things that I've come to terms with the fact that I don't think I need to know. Um, The what ifs always come to mind. You know, like being in church today, obviously, like you know, that just, that stirs something in you and having kids, you know, that's one of the things that changed something in me too, of like, I know how significant and how important having uh, something to, um, you know, bounce those intrinsic questions that I had about good, bad, and, you know, death and all those things, like having some sort of background that was just outside of my parents telling me it was what was right, wrong or what I should believe. Like I, I remember the importance of that. So now obviously I'm thinking about like, how is it that we're going to do that with the kids? You know, Steph's kind of taking that over with regards to wanting them to be and go through confirmation get baptized mm-hmm. the whole bit, which I'm all for, you know, like I, I, I come from a, uh, an upbringing where my main religious experience was born out of my, uh, uncles and stuff. One of them's a pastor. Um, we started off or they started off Pentecostal, which is a little bit more kind of intense uh, Protestant, you know, belief. And then that shifted towards a more Baptist belief. And then now it's a little bit more open and universal. They've they've kind of understood to, to change with the times, but still a lot of the, you know, it's when you open a door, you can never close it. Some of those things that they were believed from the beginning have obviously evolved, but still sustained. So it's very much a not you're going to burn in hell thing or not a, like you're going to you know fire and brimstone but they do have frequent mentions of you know the kingdom of god and inheriting that and what that means and you know What do the, you think though? The opposite like for me it's it's I think it's more deep than that. I, I think that you know I think religion and spirituality of course serves its purpose, you know I, I think we factor into religion and spirituality one of the most volatile and like Difficult things to involve in any process, which is human beings. So I think you know the ones that are flawed are us. I I I think that you know if we observe things the way Kevin said, for the sake of purely passing on, you know mythology and and I I really love Joseph Campbell and he wrote The Power of Myth, which is all about how we've developed these stories that kind of became religion. You know because they're they're all they all come from the same place. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's it's you. I don't think you can ever throw away. Any truth, um, regardless of its source, as long as we know that it's something that's for the betterment of of humanity or for the betterment of our morality or our understanding of morality, do I, I, I'm not, you know, religious in any way, shape or form, but I do believe that, you know, this all ends, I think that all ends up somewhere. Like, even if I go to the scientific side of things, like to me, we all end up becoming atomic Matter again. So we become part of the fabric of the universe, which is, you know, I don't want this to become a Star Wars podcast, but that's the force. is <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's just weird, you know, like, but the, again, Joseph Campbell, uh, George Lucas loved Joseph Campbell too. And so it's all part of it, right? Like, it's all, I, I believe that whether it is this, this, you know, pearly gates or whether it's this fire and brimstone, I do think that how it is that you carry yourself and who it is that you, uh, choose to be, even though that's a, that's a touchy subject too, because a lot of who we choose to be is influenced by what we're surrounded by, by our environment, stuff like that. I do think that a lot of times that all ends up back into the fabric of the universe in some way, shape or form. Um, and I think that's what comes after this all is like, I think we become a part of something bigger. I just don't think it's my responsibility or my right as a human being, given that I am like this tiny in the entire universe, For me to even try to tell somebody else what's right or what's wrong, but rather just live by what I believe to be right and true so that I can hopefully put that back into the universe by any means possible um, so that we can just continue on with a good narrative. You know, I mean, I don't think you're ever going to undo evil and things like that, but I do think at the end of the day, I believe we all end up becoming a part of something at some point. And again, it's—I don't think it's my responsibility to tell anyone exactly what that is, which is why I have a problem with someone telling somebody else that they're going to burn in hell or anything right. like that. I think that's very problematic. Uh, yeah, yeah. But as as life goes on, that that changes, right? Like, I mean, like I said, having the kids, or you know, I, if I from the age of like twenty-five to—I mean, I'll even go earlier from the age of like twenty-two to thirty, I was gung ho. Like, no, no heaven, no nothing, no this, no that no, possibly no, no God, God, who Jesus, whatever. I don't know. I don't care, but you know, that changes because now I've got to focus on how it is and what it is that I can do to be able to better aid, uh, the spiritual journey that my kids will be on. Cause I think every human's on a spiritual journey in some way, shape or form. I think there's a part of us that as much as yes, it is the wiring in our brain. There's a part of us that is so unique and so, um, Special. I, I i don't know if special is the right word. Because I don't wanna I don't know if I'm special. I think you know I think you're special. I think thank you. I think that's for somebody <laughs> that's for somebody else to decide. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's just it's about doing the right thing and you know, helping this whole thing move forward. But uh in short, like I told you before I went on my rant, uh maybe the universe.
2: There you go. I think I think to summarize, I think you and I actually agree on a lot of things. Yeah. Um, in terms of and how it goes, I I did say no, but physically, yes, I agree that we are going to be given back to the universe in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that you know my body is going to separate from my soul and. Yeah. Go knock on some gates.
0: Well, and it's weird. It's like you also. Uh, oh shit! Sorry to keep going, but. The A Brief History of Nearly Everything by Bill Bryson. I always read the introduction to that book to my students because It's it talks such a good about, intro. Oh my god, it's I so always good. read it because yeah, it's just about you know if we were to pick you apart an atom at a time, you end up a fine atomic dust that was once all you, but now can never be reassembled into you. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just wild because I feel like you know within within the electrical charge or whatever it is that exists amongst the things and the bonds that form the molecules that we are, I think that's where the us lies. I, it's it's. It's way too deep. We could go on for hours about this. Katie needs to answer. Again, maybe the universe. That's cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. No,
2: maybe, and?
1: Okay, I think I kind of agree with you guys too. I'd like to think that there is something just for like peace of mind for me because like it makes death a little bit less scary. And I did grow up going to church. um, And I I did it all. I went to church camp. I went to concerts that, like, rocked out to Jesus jams. Like, mm. I was all in. And then I had a bad experience at a church when I was in college, and then I just completely stopped going. Um, And I took a couple, like, religion classes in college, too, which really, like, made me, like – who's to say that like aren't all right yeah like i've been drilled that like this is the way you get to heaven Mm -hmm. this is what's going to happen and then i hear about all these other things and i'm like well that makes sense right like reincarnation i think makes sense to me Mm -hmm. and i i I listen to, like, a crime slash, like, ghosty podcast called Morbid. It's great if you like that stuff. Listen to Morbid. Um, but some of their um, – they have, like, a listener tales things, and people will write in with their stories. And there were – there are several people that mention um, having a family member die in, like, a tragic way. And years later, they have a kid, and the kid is, like, reincarnated, their, like, uncle that was, like, murdered tragically, and he, the kid, like, unprompted will be, like, pointing at pictures and saying who these pictures are of these old people, like, oh, that's, that, that was my mom in my other life, like, this is like knew the name and like it's crazy stuff like that so like i don't know right ghosts maybe i agree with ghosts and reincarnation like i think maybe we just hang out here and like some of the bad spirits of people haunt people and do weird stuff some other ones are just like hanging out like watching over their loved ones and like guiding them and trying to help them make sure they're safe
2: that's an interesting take on it i don't know if i ever knew that you believe in ghosts yeah i mean or along those lines
1: and like i don't don't, like (laughs) i haven't had like any like weird feelings right like Mm -hmm. that but hearing about other people i know um Kendra's house, um, they used to hear footsteps running back and forth upstairs, and no one was upstairs. Yikes. And, like, just other weird things that would happen in their house, and, like, I've heard from other people, too, about, like, weird things happening, and it's, like, unexplainable. So, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. I mean, if I die and can go like haunt people that I don't really care (laughs) for, Mm -hmm. or just like watch all of my loved ones and just like hang out even without them knowing that I'm there, like I think that would be pretty cool. And I would be okay with it if there wasn't an actual like afterlife and you're just like here existing without existing.
2: Mm -hmm. So your afterlife is based on Encanto. Do you guys ever watch that movie?
0: Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's all I could think about the entire time was everybody like they all live together in like a separate little like realm, but they can cross over and they can see their loved ones all they want whenever they want. Also, and they can like kind of interact.
0: <laughs> also, wrong movie. Coco. What? what about. Yeah, man.
2: No, it's not. Not
0: not all Hispanics are the same, dude. Some are Colombian, some are Mexican. But <laughs> I just out myself as a. little racist. <laughs>
2: you're definitely right yeah I, I i have some questions to ask myself yeah. over the next week it's okay that's
0: rough that's what rough. This is that's, what this that's
2: is. rough <laughs> are we allowed to edit that out
0: no because it's, no. it's part of the fabric. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's <Why not? laughs> i'd it's also
0: only like it, the only reason the only reason it gets to sound the way it sounded is because i'm here
2: Yeah. Yeah. It makes up literally the only two movies about Hispanic children that I know of. Uh, (laughs) Good job, Kevin.
0: Yeah, good job, Uh, Katie. But the funny thing is that, you know, a lot of what you're saying is the summed up version of what like a lot of ancient belief systems and religions have said for like Native Americans believe a lot in you know, ancestral presence and stuff like that. A lot of Asian cultures too. It's, it's not something that's, uh, that's you know, so like unique to to the, the modern day like ghost story or anything like that. You know, like it's, it's a part of a lot of belief systems. I think to to think that, you know, those there's a spiritual realm that's inhabited by the people that came before us, and we have to be aware of that, cognizant of it, and respectful of it too. I think, right, like. <laughs>
1: And I think it just makes me feel better, too. Like, if my loved ones that have passed are, like, hanging out, like, making sure I'm doing okay, that makes me feel better, too. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. And it makes
1: me feel a little bit better about death in general.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. They're just going to see everybody else afterwards.
1: Yeah, and they can still see me and hang out with me, even though I can't see them and hang out with them.
2: Right.
0: Funny, like, it's Katie, I think you said such a, again, a good way to sum it all up is, like, I know you said it for you personally, but I think a lot of how we view things like the afterlife, spirituality, religion, all these things are sources of comfort, you know, like human beings being creatures of comfort, I think is, is not anything that we will ever try to disagree upon. And that comfort comes in what, whichever in any way, uh, has been the most repetitive in our lives. You know, you even, you even hear of stories since you listened to that morbid podcast, Yeah, stories who be, who people find comfort in negative things too, right? Like, you know, if someone's been, you know, abused or anything like that, like if it goes on for long enough, you seek and find comfort in those types of things. But same thing is, you know, I think it's, it's a lot of how we deal with processing death or not being here anymore comes from whatever it is that gives us comfort. So that's yeah, I think it's, it's important to realize like, you know, when talking to people, it's not about having an answer. (laughs) It's about figuring out what it is that gives them the ability to sleep at night. Similar to Kevin saying that the Columbus Crew losing to Houston, you know, doesn't matter. It does in the greater <laughs> picture.
2: It does on the Western Conference. It doesn't in the Eastern Conference. It's plain is simple. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Is your team uh, how how far is, is your team three points out of second place as well? Uh, I
0: don't know, but playoffs. I, I know they're not. They're not. I know, you know. And
2: again this is just, because just, he just went Just and... I want to make sure that you know as well that columbus is fifth in the eastern conference but sixth in the whole league so do with that what you will
0: whatever makes you sleep all at night man yeah, similar, i sleep very well similar to katie and her her ghost family
1: my ghost family watching oh me <laughs> fine. so um does anyone want to take the reins for next week? Anyone have a question on their mind? Gotta be Kevin. I don't
2: have a question on the on my mind, but I will. Okay. I will, Bring and it. not to and not to be a downer, um, but it will not be death related. I know you guys are gonna be really upset about that.
1: No, I think we need to like get off the death train for a. While. <laughs>
2: yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Well, this one yeah.
1: up. or down yeah. in a different way, if you feel.
2: Yeah. Um, we'll try something different. We'll try something different, but I'll, I'll bring the question next week or whenever we record again. Okay. Up down all around, however you want it, man. Oh yeah.
0: Toy. <laughs> 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 all right, guys, it's been real. That I'm gonna go was...
2: re-watch, I'm gonna go rewatch Coco.
0: Okay, yes. Or yeah. or Encanto. Just Let's with, watch anyway. them both. Just while, yeah. while you're at it, knock them both out. Yep.
2: I don't think I've ever actually seen Encanto. <laughs>
0: so it's funny that I did say that. <laughs> that makes it worse. That <laughs> yeah. makes the
2: entire thing worse. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Not a great look for me. All right. All right, guys. It's
0: been real.
1: <laughs> See you guys.